just happy Jesus. first episode of 2021, everybody. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, fuck off, it's, you guys. It's a new fucking year, you guys. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, welcome to I didn't another know we episode. Started. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I got a late start. So candid. Uh, <laughs> the music gave it away. Oh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't have the headphones on. <laughs> oh, shit. He, he wasn't plugged in. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I did not do my homework. Okay. Oh, well, welcome to 2021, everybody. New year, new you, or not. Yeah. If you're good, stay the same. Don't change. I'm Mason Dosi. I'm Adam Romano. This is Ryan Takis. Hey and uh, we are the team that brings you the philosopher and the comedian. Um, we're, we're just going to hang out, the three of us today, shooting it back like the old days, yep. you know, revisiting uh, some good conversations we've had in the past with our good friend and producer, Ryan. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on again, guys. Hey, uh, thank you for I'm always excited. being here. Always yeah. being here. I'm here each and every day. <laughs> <laughs> keep showing up just yeah. like you guys. Yeah. But you know who didn't show up? Uh, I heard. I Tim heard. from the Now You Listen podcast. Oh, shit. He called you out. Oh, <laughs> man. That's right. That's what we do wee, around wee, here. We're wee, trying wee, to start wee. some beef. No. <laughs> you know, it, oh, all, all the top fans of Philosopher and the Comedian hop on to Desert Kids Productions Facebook page. Right. Get on there. Right. Just chirp at those Now You Listen boys. <laughs> right? Yeah. So like, hey, I heard you guys can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. he was feeling under start the weather. Drama. and yeah, uh, he was. I don't want nobody with no germs over here. Yeah. You know? We're a germ-free yeah. environment. We all walk through a sterilization chamber before we right. come in here. Each and every, it's a very professional setup we have. You wouldn't think so. But. Yeah, I know it looks, <laughs> it looks not, but uh, we walk through a sterilization chamber. We yeah. get tested six times, six different ways for UV all light. things. None of us have anything, anything. Right. We're clean. Clean. Clean as a whistle. No STDs. An no unused nothing. whistle. No. Clean as a brand new whistle. <laughs> yeah. From Macy's. From Macy's. A Macy's whistle. <laughs> a mall cop whistle. Yeah, it's a little weird. The nose swab thing's weird when you walk in here, you know. The anal inspection thing was weird. I didn't know I was going to. It's necessary. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's the fastest said. way to find out if you have COVID, you know. They, they the butthole. Is right through the butthole. Oh, you know, wow. if it's a, uh, plus, then they, the best way to do it is they, they swab it and then they make you smell it. If you can smell it, you don't have COVID. Oh, wow. Because that's the leading symptom of COVID is no sense of smell. So if you can't smell your own butt. Oh, yeah. I see. So they do the <clears> anal <throat> swab and then they do the nose swab. Yeah, so you just don't you don't want to like forget which swab was for the nose. Which yeah, one was for the <laughs> no, they're the same swab. That's that's how they know. They swab it and then they shove it right up your nose. And if you don't go, if you're just like, oh, that hurt, then they're like, yeah. they don't even run any other tests. They just yeah. <laughs> he's got COVID. Yeah, they pretend like they swap it out. Yeah. You know? It's the same one. Yeah. It's the same one. You know, resources. They can't waste more. There's so many people in the world that need testing. You can't waste a swab for no reason. That's a sultry tune. God, talk about calling people out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whose phone was that? It's okay. Oh, I'm going to turn my ringer guy. off, too, because I, I don't want that to happen after I just talk shit about it. So yeah, That's the first time, you know? First time for everything. Sorry yeah. about that. First time in, what, 13? Thir- Have we been doing this 13 weeks? This Pretty much. Yeah, thir- this is 13, I think. Yeah. That yeah. is dope. Time. Thank yeah. you for listening, all yeah. of you seven people. Yeah, we're yeah, a teen. We're a teenager now. We're a yeah. teenage podcast. Yay! A teenage Yay. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't make that hard to song. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't oh, like it. Is that going to be the new intro? Or I'm just a teenage podcast, baby. <laughs> you know? Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's one of my favorite songs, Teenage Dirtbag. I love that song. Yeah, people in this town love that song. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, Aaron covered it like uh, two weeks ago on his uh, Twitter. Yeah. He I haven't it. met too many other people that like that song. Isn't it by Ween? Other than people that live here, I mean. I think it's know. by Ween. I don't I don't know. I'm not I couldn't tell you. It's a strange name. 
Ween. Just the Ween? It could not be by Ween. It could be by somebody <laughs> completely different, and that's just the band name that came to my mind. <laughs> but I know that they had an album called Pissin' Up a Rope. It's a good name. Yeah. Pissin' Up a Rope. Pissin' Up a Rope. Oh, wow. Is it just because the, the rope absorbs it? I don't know. Their name's fucking Ween. <laughs> I don't understand anything <laughs> they do. <laughs> no, man. Um, so how was your New Year's, man? We, we haven't talked to you since the, the New Year. My New Year's was, oh, my New Year's was pretty fun. Yeah. We actually, uh, we had no kids, so we went over to one of Christina's friends' houses, and, and it was a blast, actually. Nice, man. Yeah, we had a good time. Starting good the group. New Year off without kids? Yeah, Holy shit. <laughs> sounds terrible. It sounds like a time, man. Yeah. Uh, sounds really bad. I started mine off with my children. Yeah. Yeah, we went outside and yelled at the neighborhood. That's what we do. It's tradition. You yell? We yell. What do you what do you oh, say? Right. What do you yell? Well, usually, you know, the kids are like, "Happy New Year." This year I just yelled, "Hindsight." Cuz I saw some <laughs> stupid meme that said for the first time on New Year's, "Hindsight will actually be 2020." Oh, that's clever. Mm. Yeah, so I just Went outside and screamed hindsight. I probably went to bed at about 11. That sounds typical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I wanted to do that, but it was, it was nice. We, got, we had a bunch of fireworks, too, so that was pretty cool. I didn't, uh, I didn't know so many people lit off fireworks on New Year's. Oh, I yeah. heard it in my neighborhood like crazy. Oh, yeah. And it started fucking early, too. People were oh, like, yeah. happy 7.45 p.m. And, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, it's like f- still four and a half half hours away why are you doing this right now <laughs> yeah. they're like because we want to go to bed early <laughs> yeah, it was people now. like you huh yeah the yeah. early go birds go to sleep you're like i'm gonna <laughs> get my that. fireworks done by eight <laughs> bed by nine no i never i've never been a firework lighter offer no you're not firework a too cautious firework. lighter offer. i'm too cautious yeah i, I have to actually have to agree <laughs> really yep oh uh, <laughs> dude not, my brother was the, the oh, fire kid the fire bug. always burning shit and almost lighting the house on fire I was part of a wash fire once, and I was I set myself on fire. Oh yeah, I remember you and did then, that once. Uh, I was there Damn. when Todd set himself on fire. You like fire? I, I caught my you hand. Just on, like I rolled fires. through a fire pit and I got stuck. My <laughs> it hand doesn't stop. Got stuck to something that was melting in the fire pit, and my oh, whole no. hand, my whole hand was all blisters and Ooh, shitty. Bud. Yeah, when I was a teenager, I played with fire a lot. I, I, <laughs> I was on a first name basis with the with Tommy, who was the fire marshal at the time. He would come, <laughs> <laughs> he would come over. And he would talk to my dad. He'd show up. He'd knock on the door, and my dad would open it. And this—he was a short little guy. He—he he looked like the 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 grandpa from the show Grounded for Life. You ever watched that show? Yeah. Yeah. That's what this guy looked like—just short, thick ass mustache, bald head. Hey, Wes. Here to talk to your son again. <laughs> yeah. And he, my dad would get that vein in his head would start throbbing, and it's yeah. We had I had a few run-ins with uh. With the, the fire marshal. Fire marshal. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I knew his name, Tommy. He was really embedded in your world. Man. Well, he, he was a member of my church, too, when I used to go to church and stuff. Uh, he was a nice guy. I, I mean, I was just a shit kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he gave me a lot of warnings and chances. And, uh, you know, I, I could have gotten a lot worse trouble. But yeah. he, he knew I was a good kid. And I was just, no, I wasn't burning down anyone else's property. It was just me and my friends setting ourselves on fire and shit. So was, yeah, because you saw it on television, I'm sure. Well, the Todd one was stupid because uh, it was we were doing like a backyard wrestling thing, <laughs> and uh, he had sprayed his shirt. He had an anarchy shirt on, and he sprayed cologne on his shirt <laughs> to trace yeah. the symbol. Because he used to be able. To, I don't know if you guys ever did that dumbass thing where you like spray cologne on yourself and you light it, and then it bursts up, oh. and you can shake it off, and you don't get burned. 
So he doused his shirt in the anarchy symbol, lit it on fire, and the fabric, who yeah. knew, stayed burning. Oh, my god! And so he was just trapped, and it, he got third-degree burns all up his face, neck, chest, everything. It was grotesque. Oh, man. That's why luckily, don't fuck with fire. No, yeah. luckily, and we filmed it. That was the worst part, because then uh, Tommy found out we filmed it. He's like, where's the tape? Oh, no. And I'm like, I don't know. Where's the tape? So we had to burn the tape, too. Um, Firebugs, naturally. Yeah. But when uh, when Todd's dad showed up, man, he was pissed. And luckily, like there was like nine of us hanging out over at uh, Chris and Kathleen's back in the day. I was in the shitter, and so I just started hearing all these people screaming at each other and yelling. He's, I'm fucking pressing charges. I'm taking my kid. Fuck you. And I'm just like, I'm not coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> I just stayed in the shitter. <laughs> I did. I stayed in the shitter. And that was the first avoided, time you avoided all trouble. And that was the I was first like, time you got him right. Uh, no, I wasn't actively like I wasn't like if I'm going to be in here, I'm going to be. Doing the work, you know, <laughs> I was done with the biz and I was like, now is probably not a good time to exit. So I just so stayed. You stayed there, didn't wipe, you just waited. Wow. I might have wiped. So, so I they, don't recall. Were they like banging on the door? Like, did they know you were in the bathroom? Or no, no, oh, they didn't. no. Nobody said a word. <laughs> My friends were cool. That's, trouble showed up. He showed up. Then the cops showed up. The, so the dude's dad showed up and then the cops showed up and there was a whole bunch of shit. Everybody yelling at each other and all this. I was just in the bathroom, and nobody was like, hey, there's another asshole in the bathroom. <laughs> My friends were cool. They didn't wow. do that. So I, I came out after the noise died down. I was like, so that was interesting. And they're like, dude, fuck you. And I was like, you could have you could have thrown me under. They're like, that would that would have been such a – you got lucky is what happened. You were, <laughs> they took down everybody's names, you know, the cops. And you are, and you are, and you are. And what's your parents' phone number? I was in the bathroom the whole wow. time. I didn't get in any trouble. Nicely done. Yeah. The beauty of having to shit a lot. Yeah, gets you out of some like, shit. Oh, excuse me, I have to go. Excuse me, I feel trouble is near. That's, that's wow. IBS, you know, irritable bowel syndrome. Oh, I feel something terrible. I just go handle business and wait, wait uh, for the noise. Do you normally Locked wait out. in there after? Always, you always wait to make sure the coast <laughs> make sure is clear. Everything is good here. Yeah, put your ear to the door for a mm-hmm. little bit. You always listen to make sure there's not a murderer. Or a burglar or anybody bad before you come out. Because <laughs> when, when you're right out of a good poop, that is when you are your most defenseless. Right before and right after. I, people ask me what our podcast is about. And I always say, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of poop jokes and dick it's jokes. Dick jokes, <laughs> poop jokes. There's been interesting conversations, too. but There's been some cool ones. I mean, last week, gosh, informative. So informative. So inform- the second half of last week's podcast, I learned so much. Oh, story, the story, time? story time, story time with Uncle Adam, everybody. That was what last week was. Yeah, your breakdown of the story, the epic of Gilgamesh, was pretty good. I liked it. You you nailed it. I wanna I wanna read it, and by read it, I mean yeah. I want to get like a book on tape because you know I don't fucking read. read. I want to get someone to read it to me, please. Yeah, yeah that's a better way to go. If you're out there well, and you know, maybe you want a nanny, a child, read books to somebody, but you don't know any children. And you better watch what you're trying to commission right now. <laughs> you could read. You're going to get some weird. <laughs> you could read me a bedtime story. If there's anybody <laughs> who's into just reading bedtime stories to folks, <laughs> fucking read me a bedtime story. You're going to get some weird, <laughs> weird mail, weird messages from that. Yeah. If you have good stories, you can always write them in. Oh, my God. I, 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 re- I don't read books, but I'll read comments. Comment Regardless of how long yeah. they are, yeah. just so we're all clear. If you would like to tell us some stories. If you want to tell me a story, write it in the comments. I will read it. Yep, philosopher and the comedian at Gmail. Oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, now I'm going to get shit. flooded with emails on my phone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I meant just on the YouTube page. Just comment oh, it in. Oh, shit. Oh, now they're going to email us, too. We're yeah. going to get emails from 
very, very random people. Thanks. Ho- hopefully long <laughs> stories. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm going to get like a 300-page novel emailed to us. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> it's going to be Adam. Oh, and then I have to write a it's book. It's going to be me. It's going to be Adam. It's going to be the <laughs> epic gonna of Gilgamesh. He's going to start a new fucking email <laughs> gonna write just a sequel. to email it in. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working on a sequel to the epic of Gilgamesh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you write a sequel to an old, like, <laughs> this one he does mythologize. Yeah, this one. <laughs> this is about totally him and Ishtar. <laughs> yeah. Him and Ishtar's baby. This totally is the tale of uh, of their child. And it actually takes place four thousand five hundred years from now. From now, Ooh, I like it. Oh, in the future, I yeah. like it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it would be great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think you can just write a sequel to a story that you like, but. Maybe now you can. You can. I knew somebody that was working on a. I won't say names, uh, but they were working on a sequel to Beetlejuice at one point. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay, it's great as yeah. well. I've read that script. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a great idea. I wish it would have got picked up. So, Didn't. I mean, I yeah, but that like that's not like a book. Like someone's like someone like. Can you write Pride and Prejudice too? They wrote. Mm-hmm. They wrote. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, yeah, that well, was crazy. Yeah. That's the <laughs> so, thing about sequels, too. If you spin it the right way, it'll it'll work. I, that should be my new hobby. That's a new hobby. You know what? Forget stand-up. I found a new calling. I love writing. I could take two stories in two completely different worlds that have nothing to do with each other and write a sequel to both simultaneously. Like like uh, when this character meets this character. Like Pride and Prejudice and Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, like I was saying, that's kind of what happened in these old tales. That's what happened in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. They had a character already established in another. Um, and they were like, we're losing ratings. People aren't listening to the, <laughs> 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 they're not listening to Enki anymore. So we got to get some new guy. We got to get some new talent. What do you know about the Anunnaki? <laughs> Ooh, the, the Anunnaki, the, uh, the ancient Sumerian Mesopotamian culture. Is that what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Supposedly aliens. Mm-hmm. Came here and um, the Anunnaki. That's the one. Is that the one where they talk about cloning? Yes. Yeah. Do you know anything about this? <clears throat> so there's Zachariah Sitchin who talks about the Anunnaki and through his translations. So he's a writer, right? Yeah. More than that, he was a linguist. Mm-hmm. So when we were talking about how those tablets from the Epic of Gilgamesh mm-hmm. were found and people translated them from the Sumerian text. Mm-hmm into English, into Latin, whatever. Um, this this cat, Sitchin, was a... Uh, well, well he, had a, he had a very kind of, out, uh, you know, um, out-of-the-box uh, interpretation, I yeah. think, to contemporary uh, interpretations of him. That's exactly <coughs> it. But he, he said, just straight up, that these aliens basically came to Earth, cloned us, like, basically created um, what, you know, like common day humans, the intelligence level and stuff. Okay. Basically manipulated some other other um, race that was here, cloned them, and then used them to actually well, get gold. Manipulated them via using um, primates that were already on Earth. Correct. And then manipulating them with their own DNA. So we're like um, we're like a liger. That yeah. kind of, yeah. Is this yeah. we had this conversation? Yeah, we did. 
I'm like, I just remember oh saying God, that it's like a lager, and I was like, isn't this the exact same fucking conversation we oh had last time? This is what we talked about <laughs> last time. Oh, this is, I don't care. I can talk about this. This is a sequel to the last time Ryan was here. Sequel conversation. Where I'm the most uneducated person at the table. So, Sitchin. I'm always the most uh, I got some person. stuff on this, too, that connects. Oh, good. It's interesting. Please, please. Other stuff. Please, please. Um, yeah, so Sitchin had said that, you know, these this advanced alien race came here, colonized here, cloned us, man, genetically manipulated the homin- the hominids here um cloned us to to use us to essentially mine gold okay for them so it kind of relates relates to the planet x idea too that there's this other planet i've heard you know that this anunnaki race came from this this x planet that comes by every three thousand years essentially so men and women were created in in their image their image yeah to mine gold yeah think so really it makes when you say to a degree she ain't no gold digger. <laughs> really? Well, and aren't it, we all, dude? <laughs> look at all the ancient civilizations and even current. Like we, we, you know, glorify gold. Like it's something that's prevalent in all of our cultures and something that's been cherished. And and it is interesting because the properties of gold. I mean, it's per, it's a totally neutral metal. Well, if they came back so. now, all they'd have to do is become like a dentist in like Compton. You have tons of gold. Just start pulling it out of people's <laughs> fucking teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, there's, there's accounts that they said that they were getting the gold out of water. And, like, these beings were seen with so-called nets. Oh, so these, these motherfuckers are so advanced. They're out there like, uh, like well, the old 49ers it. just panning for fucking gold no, in the river. Just no, getting gold out of the water. Th- they were getting monoatomic gold. So just one atom of gold, like it's it's probably all in the water. It's kind of everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's just if you actually know how to how to get it, kind of relates to the philosopher's stone too, in a way. Like being able to create, you know, gold out of nothing. Like with the right technology, it would appear that that's happening. Oh yeah. But essentially, maybe it's like a magnet to gold, sure, like these sure. nets that they saw. That was how they described them. And like, so this net would collect monoatomic. Tiny little particles of gold. It was probably a magnet Magnetized that had the right frequency them. to only attract gold. That'd be trippy. Yeah. But there's a lot of other stuff that, that goes in line with gold. The uh, the ancient Egyptians. Before you go to the ancient Egyptians. Um, yeah. You know, I've heard that people take monoatomic gold yep. into their body as a vitamin. There's been tests done. What, what is it? Like Goldschlager? Well, what it does is. Because it has the gold bits in it. Mm-hmm. Same kind of so thing. So you're saying Goldschlager is a vitamin? I'm not saying that. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. Make sure you take a gold slogger. No, stay sort well. of. But you, you were actually touching on what I was going to say with the Egyptians. They used to eat this bread called mavka. And a lot of the smaller um, temples weren't for worship. It was for workship. And what they were doing was making this mavka, this this bread, with these this monoatomic gold into it. And all the pharaohs would eat it. The enlightened ones would eat it. So it was kind of like a rich drug. Oh yeah, essentially, it's like eating, uh, you know, escargot or whatever. The yeah, exactly. It, it, essentially, but what it would do was um, monoatomic gold with the brain would harmonize the two hemispheres. So right now we're like extremely male, extremely right dom or uh, left brain dominant in in our brain. Like it's literally like seventy percent, mm-hmm. like thirty, maybe as you, far you as brain animal. <laughs> So, um, but they did tests because, so relating back to that, there were um, some farmers in Arizona that Arizona. did that did soil um, 
they did like the soil, like reading what's in the soil. And they found one thing that kept fluctuating, had anti-gravitic properties. Well, it would go light. The mass would go up. It, it kept like uh, changing, you know, so it was really, it was fluctuating. So, but they eventually figured out that it was monoatomic gold. In the soil. Yep. As a naturally occurring substance. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because when I hear people talk about monoatomic gold um, and taking it, the one person that I spoke with said that it made him think better, or at least made him think that he was thinking better, you know. Yeah, like no, the and, and these guys did tests with these people taking it and actually looked at the hemispheres and, you know, the the level of activity. And it, it I think it lowered the other side a little bit like one or two points, but the other side went up like 20 points. This guy seemed to think he was going to take it and eventually he'd be able to move shit with his mind. I don't know. How long has it been since you talked to him? (laughs) Oh, this was years ago. Do you still know him? No. Can we check back? No. No. I didn't, you know, these are the conversations I had with him. So it was like, uh, okay. I was just thinking to myself, it'd be really cool if we could circle back to that guy, have him on air. I don't know if that'd be good. I'd be like, hey man, I got this pencil. Can you uh, move it? I, I've heard of one account from a very credible source. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. That could he could move something with his mind. Not not him. A guy that he had met, and the dude. It came out, and he got such uh, whip like uh, repercussions from the community. Like they started throwing shit at his house. Devil. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. So he never brought it up again. But he showed my buddy. And he said he took the cigarette pack out of his shirt, my buddy's shirt, lifted it up, took With a his cigarette mind. out. It just moved. Took a cigarette out and, you know, got it and made it come to his own mouth, you know? I thought I moved shit with my mind once, but then I realized I was high. Was this guy maybe similar? N- no. No? No, no, no. This is a credible source, dude. A very credible source. A very the, good friend Those of mine three words honest. are like my favorite word in yeah. American language. It's a very credible source. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard from a very reliable yeah. source. Yeah, but, but me saying <laughs> that's that, fucking crazy. I fucking mean it. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Huh. That's so crazy. Th- that kind of changed my mind about that a little bit. You know, I've, I don't I've know read if I'm... Of, uh, a I'm a believer, actually, in telekinesis. Yeah, but would yeah. you take this monoatomic gold to find out? Oh. I don't know if I want to put that in my body. Oh, I I've put so much worse in my would? body. Yeah, do I you? No. No? I will. Why not? Where do I get this? Yeah, where do you get monoatomic gold? The internet. Oh, that's internet? where the homeboy got it. I'm not going to trust the internet unregulated bullshit. No, because the issue was... They, get it in they Oregon. Everything's legal there now. They, they probably get it over the counter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, because yeah, I've heard of take, people taking like silver and stuff. And Have you ever heard of the blue people that uh, took silver? Yeah, and it changed, no. it changed oh, the their, skin, their actual The people pigment. in America. Yeah, yeah I have. Like, it's a yeah. whole race of people. Blue people. Yeah. Because yeah. the I, silver. I did hear about this. I know about stuff. It's crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> you see a photo of a blue person. You're no. like, oh, my I, God. I have heard about That's this smurf. from from them consuming silver and it, it changed their actual complexion. So what happens yeah. then with the monotomic gold eaters? Do they become fucking shiny ass yellow gold? Probably. Just look Maybe. real jaundicey. Trump. Trump. Oh, my God. He, he has. He's Scrooge McDuck. Gold. You can't tell me he doesn't have oh a surplus God. of gold. This For guy's sure. swimming he in it, probably diving into shit. his goddamn pool of gold <laughs> oh every night God. like Scrooge fucking McDuck soaking in it. Yeah. <laughs> he's Dude. fucking gold flakes. Yeah, he's just <laughs> chewing on gold and french fries. Maybe it helps you have the power he to salts, persuade people. He salts his McDonald's fries with gold flakes. 
Hey, he's on something either way. Yeah. I would tend to think methamphetamine. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> He'd be thinner, man. I, I'm going to tell you from no. firsthand experience. I've seen fat meth addicts. Oh, yeah. Not. Yeah, yeah. What about what about not meth? What about meth light? Yeah, oh, meth light. Like that. Meth no, light. there are those. Pills. Legal meth yeah, light. legal pills. pills. Yeah. There's Riddling been times. I know that there was times during his presidency and where um, the public is worried about his health. Like, he was giving a speech and shit. And, like, like his... his uh, like this. <laughs> Couldn't form the sentences and shit, which he's actually a very sharp speaker. Mm-hmm. As not like an ob- I'm not saying he's sharp, but like his words are precise. You know what I mean? He gets the point across. It's not always I don't a, know. It's not always a good point I don't or know a if valid it's precise. But you know what I mean? Like it, nobody's misunderstanding what the man is saying. I I, he said many things. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> no, you didn't understand, but you didn't misunderstand. Yeah. I didn't understand, but I didn't misunderstand. Correct. There's a difference between not, words in my mouth. <laughs> between not understanding something and misunderstanding. Misunderstanding means you read a different meaning. Not understanding means, I don't know the fuck that guy just said. I don't know what the fuck he says. You didn't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, you didn't misunderstand. It's not like he was like, go left. And you're like, I heard left. And he's like, I said fucking right. You misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't a misunderstanding. I just didn't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. What you were saying <laughs> with your accent and your hands. Very little, your little hands and your orange skin. Nobody understands what mm-hmm. you're saying. So we only got two more weeks, you guys, until uh, that's no longer an issue. Oh, until uh, yeah. he's not the president anymore? Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't mean to say issue. I meant... I mean, it, it we was, can't talk about him anymore, though. He won't be as fun to make fun of. Oh, no, he will, because the next four years is going to be him working on trying to undermine the election. Oh, my God. He's going to turn into like a Gargamel or something. Or no, like I was going to say, Doom. no, I was going to say, troll. I was going to say he's going to troll. <laughs> he's going to turn into the entire last four years of what he complained about with the Democrats trying to say there was collusion in his election. Oh, sure. And and impeachments and trials and investigations. And he has enough money. He doesn't need government funding for it. So right. he's going to just funnel tons of shit. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's a powerful guy, even not in office. So I feel like the next four years is going to be interesting. No, I think he's got a, um, a television show lined up. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh. I, I think a whole channel. Uh, oh. th- so Ooh, yeah. the experts totally. actually say that uh, he might become only the second president ever to lose his second term and then be elected. 2024, oh, yeah, a second, a second term, but non, God, non so consecutively. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I think the only other one Grover was, Cleveland. I was gonna say Grover Cleveland. Oh, yeah, wow. was I love the, that guy. my favorite. He was, yeah. he was the only other president in so history cool. who so who cool. has done that. He's my fucking friend, man. So he's your <laughs> friend. <laughs> he does. He seems I would like hang a, out with him. My homie Grover Cleveland. You know, last night I, I was hanging out name. with Grover. I love I, both of his names. Are you sure you're not talking about the guy from Sesame Street? Oh. Different Grover, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Grover Cleveland would not <laughs> hang out with the likes of us. He's like, I was hanging out with Grover last night, like the president. Yeah. Like the Muppet, probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's an alien. Isn't he? Isn't he the one that's an alien? He's an alien, yeah. yeah. Oh, Grover. Oh, no, no Gonzo. That's, that's Gans. Gans. Gans was an alien. Grover looks like Gans, but less Shanaz. So, apparently, the government has to tell us about aliens in the next 180 oh, days? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. All that all that disclo- soft disclo- disclosure stuff going on the whole year was pretty nuts. Oh. Like, they were pumping it out way more than they ever had. So, like, the beginning of COVID, they were like, hey, here's, like, four UFO videos yeah. and some yeah. interviews with, like, uh, naval officers and, and Air Force officers. Yeah. And never said shit about it since. They were just like, everybody's really upset about COVID and yeah. George Floyd, and there's so much going on. Here's right. aliens. It distracted nobody. Everybody was still all about all the other shit. Yeah. I was over here like, can we talk more about the fucking aliens for a yeah. second? Jesus yeah. Christ. 
and nobody wanted to hear it. They're like, a man died, and there's a pandemic, and you want to talk about aliens? I was yeah, like, I want to talk about yeah. aliens. Because it's been like 100 years of them covering this shit up, and they were finally just like, hey, we have these, and they showed us the videos. Yeah. They released the shit, and we were just like, I don't care. I do care, yeah. and I'm really glad. So, yeah, that was part of the 5,500-page bill they just put out for the, right. the second stimulus for the HEROES Act or whatever it is. It and makes uh, so much sense. Here's a bill dealing with giving money to the American people, but... Well, if you'll go back to seven pages, <laughs> you're going to read a nice little little part well, I mean, of this bill that does yeah, something. Yeah, I think we we talked about this a little bit last week, right? I don't think we mentioned it. No, no? Yeah. I, I just talk about it a lot in my other dealings. On your other podcast? On my other podcast in my head. Um, <laughs> no, man, I, I'm very interested to see what else is in there because we can all agree yeah. that not one member that signed it read all 5,500 fucking pages. There's absolutely no way... They were like, what's the part I care about? Oh, yeah, I wanted the gender studies Wait, in on. Pakistan. Did you say 5,500 pages? 55 plus. It was 5583, I think. It was like, f- oh, it was over 5,500 page bill. And so, the, I mean, why not just make many different bills? Nope, because that's the thing. They had trillions of dollars, and every little person wanted their little fucking thing in there. So, everybody wrote their little fucking clause. And only paid attention to what they gave a shit about. So they're like, oh, where's my fucking gender studies in Pakistan? There it is. What okay. Do you, what do you keep talking about the gender studies in Pakistan? We gave like a million dollars to Pakistan or something. In this bill? In this bill. There was like uh, multiple million dollars sent to Pakistan for gender study. Like there's tons of money going to other countries instead of American relief in, as in, part of this bill. In that in relief bill. With the budget that was set forth in this relief bill. Correct. Oh, wow. So that's why a lot of people are pissed. And that's everybody's talking shit on all the congressman and everybody who's holding back the bill and like no 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 let's let's relook at this first off it's 5500 pages yeah let's fucking look at it in detail give us a minute to read the whole thing but the problem is they're on a time crunch you know what i mean his legislature wants to get it passed while he's still president because it makes him look good if everybody gets their 600 stimmies or mm-hmm. 2000 stimmies or whatever <laughs> from this makes him look good i like your um your words yeah, stimmies. Stimmies. Mm. By the way, you guys got yours because I haven't. Uh, Christina did. I'm the. So you haven't got yours. I haven't got mine. Oh, thank God! Yeah. I, literally, you're the only other person I've oh, talked really? to who has not gotten it. I was over at my parents' house for Christmas on New Year's because the whole COVID thing. We had to wait till New Year's. Everybody there. My grandparents, my parents, my sister. Everybody got it, and I'm over here super unfucking stimulated, <laughs> waiting for stimulation, folks. Haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten my stimulation. I neither have been stimulated. You neither have oh, been? Wow. All three of them. Maybe it's a podcast. Oh, my God. They <laughs> fucking hate. That's what it is. They fucking saw the podcast. We were talking shit about the shit. Oh, yeah? You guys want to talk shit about the government? Yeah. No stimulus. No stimulus for you. Yeah. None for you. And you produce it? None for you. Yeah. yeah. Philosopher and the comedian, they get no goddamn second stimulus. <laughs> Fuck those guys. That must their be money on this fucking anti-government I'm not even podcast. kidding. I've talked to probably 50, 60 people since... In the last week, week and a half, everybody else has gotten it except the three of us. So this is now becoming a new conspiracy that that the government hates our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what that means? We've made an impact on a level that they would like to withhold our our funding. (laughs) Shoot us an email of what you think. Yeah, please. uh, Government officials who are withholding my funding... We were going to... I was going to use some of that funding for the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I'm waiting on buying some shit, and I'm waiting for that stimmy money because I got two kids. That's a lot of money for me, twenty four hundred. 
I wanted to buy some stuff. For and them. For the kids. <laughs> and I'm not getting it. <laughs> You're leaving my children unstimulated. Uh, that's probably a good thing. No, they're not stimulating their education. Oh. They're not stimulating our pockets. Just complete unstimulation from the government right now as far as philosopher and comedian is concerned. Well, hopefully by Monday we get stimulated. I'm hoping tomorrow. I'm hoping I, I wake up and I'm like, ha stimulation. I doubt it. That's exactly what he says after sex. Yeah. That's <laughs> every, everything he's been saying. Every time. I, I, I get it out. I get it in, sex. get it done, and I go, stimulation. So have you ever heard about uh, Edgar <laughs> Casey? Oh, yeah. He's yeah, a psychic. Have you ever heard about this yeah, psychic guy? Yeah, there's actually guy? a muse- uh, not a museum. Uh, uh, what's it called? There's a whole like building and all his monumental books and area writings and stuff. He um, could like communicate Tennessee. with the yeah in uh, Tennessee or Kentucky. He was a psychic and he could communicate with the other world. Basically, this area called the Akashic Records. Mm-hmm. He would go there and find information about whatever he needed to find and come back and tell people about could he communicate with the dead yeah like john edward not that same theatrical this was like a uh, hundred years ago okay 120 years ago and he became real famous to to do this and what he said was he would he he said he astral projected himself and he would travel to a place called the akashic records um has I, anyone else brought up this place i've been there You've oh been yeah. to the Akashic, Akashic Records? Yeah, I've been there with meditation. And I could explain it to somebody. And they said, you know, it sounds like you've been to the Akashic Record. I said, mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. That's like a place. He's like, yeah, this is something that I've heard about. And uh, then he told me about it. And I was like, it sounds like where I went, you know. Um, basically, like a place that feels like, it's hard to describe, but it's like a library of information. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when, when I went to this really cool place, I felt like I saw i felt like i was in a room that was a square room but at the same time it felt like all of space was in that room right but it felt like it was a a box it felt like i could see there was end somewhere and every i feel like i was flying in the the corner of the room there's this big 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 glowing image of god or whatever kind of reminded me of like the led zeppelin dude the hermit Holding the, the oh, like the stairway of heaven, the stairway yeah. of heaven, Led Zeppelin character. So kind of remind me of that, but it's like all light. It's like emitting out, going back into itself. And on the hills, felt like there were hills, and I was looking at the tops of hills, like a, you know, inside like a tubing or something that's like ribbed. So I felt like I was in something like mm-hmm. that, and I also all these ribs, all these hills, and flying and stuff. And I looked down at each hill, and I'd stop at it. And it was like a moment in time. And then the next one was like a totally different moment on a whole nother world with aliens and different moment. And then I go to the next one and it felt like another one. Hmm. Like everything that ever existed, I could step into like a multiverse. Mm-hmm. So I went to down to this and I didn't stay for any of them because I um, was just exploring what I could see, you know. And um, felt like I saw every civilization that's ever grown and failed and every alien race that's ever grown and failed it felt like i could see everything and i'd been there Mm -hmm. um from one place yeah man um i have a question this library that's what they called it yeah (coughs) 
Well, like, no, they called it a record. They called it the Akashic record. Mm-hmm. Is the information guarded or is it welcome to all who enter? Welcome to all who enter. So there's not like a feeling. giant owl wise being or anything trying to be like, what are you doing with this information? It felt like mm-hmm. there was a being. Like something it kind of. It felt like there was a God there. You know what I mean? But like they deemed you worthy? I don't know. So like. It wasn't intervening in the things I was doing. Hmm. And I was just like flying around this imaginary world. Because I've, I've heard stories about this before, and I've always wondered that. Like, there's nobody there, like a cosmic librarian, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it know? sounds like such a <laughs> really nerdy metal band. <laughs> that is the that is a nerdy metal band. That should be. <laughs> uh, but, like, every time I hear about these uh, otherworldly experiences with the information and the, the records and, and all the, the shit that you get, I feel like, isn't there somebody there who's just, like, Shushing folks. Don't tell anybody about what you've seen. Yeah, like or like or like making sure that you're worth knowing. You know what I mean? Like I think your ability to come into there? one. Of, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think your ability to yeah. get there. It's like everything else in your normal day to day life. That's you know that's the anti. That's the fucking librarian. That's right the librarian there. trying to let not you let not you, imagine. Like you checked out a book in third grade. You haven't returned it. I'm not giving you any more. Right. And that's where you stopped. And then that's what. Leads to hate, leads to fear, leads to the dark side. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not always. I mean, uh, you got to be able to think, man. And if I haven't been to a place like that or had an experience like that, but I don't think I'm dark side. I think if our world leaders were able to, by having these thought exercises, you're able to relate yourself to another person. So you're able to feel like you're at one with human race. You so know? I think that's very interesting stuff for us to. Um, do for our leaders to try to understand, you know, to try to have empathy for. So what you're saying is maybe the next politician we vote into office should be somebody from Oregon. Oh, who's had <laughs> after maybe like growing like a, up like a, in Oregon. Well, I mean, I know you said you got there for meditation and stuff, but uh, it's it sounds you know I've heard um, psychedelics and stuff explained in similar fashions, you know. So it's maybe if we have somebody who's a politician in Oregon who's experienced DMT or mushrooms or some sort of enlightenment, even just the culture in Oregon from what I've been told. I mean, right now, this year, it was bananas of chaos. But before this year, very accepting, socially aware place where people do practice meditation and cognitive spirituality and stuff where they put themselves in other states of mind, other dimensions, mentally and and spiritually. That might not be a bad idea for... A goddamn president. Well, you know, so in Colorado, they didn't legalize all drugs, but they did legalize um, psychedelics yeah. and the medical use of psychedelics. And, you know, you know what's happening with that, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really wonderful. Um, Microdosing is phenomenal for so many medical things, man. Mm-hmm. I, I have family yeah, in Colorado. It's. Yeah. People, uh, that's been one of the studies they've been doing with like Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff too, and, and memory really amazing. loss. Amazing things through psychedelics on, you know, cognitive relations with the brain where you lose memories or your ability to kind of function in society and just the smallest of doses just brings you back. Like you're talking Alzheimer's, dementia, it also helps with PTSD, yeah. depression, yeah. a lot of mental issues that we don't have any treatment for mostly right now right. you know because what are our treatments for if you're depressed you take a happy little pill and you talk to someone that fucks you up and the talking which may or may not help usually i've known people that have gone to therapists and really enjoy it um and i know people that 
have gone to therapists because it's been court appointed and it's been a fucking terrible, terrible I think if it's court appointed, that's part of why it's a bad experience for you is because you feel like you have to. And it's with everything, with addiction, with everything. If you go to rehab because they force you to, you're not going to stay clean. You're not going to, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you, right. when you want the change for yourself, if well, you even, say, even people that want a change for themselves don't find um, that solace in a psychologist. Not always, but there is, I, I just don't want to downplay the, no, the no, expertise. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I know people in that field that are, they, they've changed a lot of lives and they've helped a lot of people. Um, I know that uh, I did a little bit of it. I, probably should have done a lot more with all the things that have gone on in my life and the problems that I've faced, but I've been lucky enough to have good friends and family that I feel comfortable talking to. But I think that that's really what a therapist is for a lot of people is if you don't have anybody else, you know, that you feel comfortable talking to, it is good to, to get the words oh, yeah. out. <clears throat> oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I think once you hit thirties, like going to a therapist is like, should be like going to a doctor. That would like make I don't do that either. It's something though. that you should do. You should do <laughs> kind of regularly, especially if you're not a person who like has time to sit back and think about your life and the things that have affected you and why you are the way you are. Yeah. You know, I always related because that was my major in school psychology. I mean, mostly because it was just an interest interest of mine. But um, a lot of that's just unwinding the tape and realizing where your behavior kind of deviated from normal. So you like think, what uh, what made you react that way? So you yeah. think that, um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what I'm understanding a little bit, because I've never talked with a psychiatrist. But uh, well, in, um, psychiatrist is different. Than a psychologist? Yeah. Psychiatrist prescribes medication. A psychologist is the one that, that you talk to. And so what's a psychiatrist? What, there's no talking in, in that no, kind there of is, There is, but they the way that they... Um, do their treatment is with a medication okay where there's like different kinds of behavioral therapy you can get um there's tons of different kinds of psychologists okay and yeah. the psychologist would do more of the therapy and stuff like yeah. that and psychologists yeah. try to understand the root of why you have that problem instead of just fix well so the psychiatrist is, is essentially assuming that it's a biological okay um, yeah link that you have the chemical imbalances shit okay. like that yeah sure. which i think your degree too is one's biology and one's art uh, science science degree oh yeah. wow interesting like behavioral sciences and shit yeah. yeah all right so the psychologist um in talking to the psychologist the act of you describing your life or like you said mm -hmm. rewinding the tape the act of actually talking about it you get to cognitively start to understand more about yourself mm -hmm. from that. And then you are led to a state of enlightenment and possibly change from that. Yeah, and understanding you of yourself. And understanding yeah. of yourself. Yep. And it, it helps you remember shit you didn't remember. Right. As and you wouldn't think it would. Like, I'm like, I remember everything. Well, I'm no, but about. like, even just yeah, like, like if, if you and I were sitting here it just talking, comes up, like, like you said. Well, well, you don't realize like that that little conflict or whatever and whatever it is, whether it's your interpersonal relationships or just some sort of trauma that you experience, people don't realize how that alters your thought process from there and forward. Unless yeah. you actually go back to that moment and really realize like what happened and that's why you felt this way you know when really if you had a grander perspective of something you would know that like the person that did that to you you know comes from a, a messed up background sure. or there's different things where it's like if you had to realize 
you've been acting this way because of this thing that happened and you felt this way when really you should have felt this way and acted this way, you know? Yeah. I haven't talked so, to, <coughs> yeah, you got to take responsibility to, to a degree. That's, too. Yeah, that's where I was just, that's yeah. something you feel like you would learn in speaking with a psychologist. You learn that how to you accept. don't really think. No, and right. yeah. I think that the entire education system needs to be restructured. There's so much shit that they teach you in school and electives that don't fucking really matter. You know what I mean? It's like what? Okay, like what? <laughs> All right. Um, calculus, trigonometry. What if you're going to be super smart? If those should be college courses. If you want to go and be a fucking mm. engineer, go fucking do that shit. If you have a goal to get to, sure, get to that. But I think that there's core things. Like um, they don't teach you how to balance your money anymore. They don't teach you about like uh, insurance. What to, what to do with it. They don't money. teach you about what insurance is. They don't teach, they don't you, teach about you about what fucking taxes. taxes. They don't sure. teach you about insurances. They don't teach you about deductibles. Fucking if you learned a little bit more about the financial situation and what compound means, interest, you could be a lot. They more They don't set teach up you about how, like how compound interest works when you buy a fucking house. They don't teach you about interest rates. They don't teach you about how to build your credit. That should be something that they teach fucking yeah, high school point. kids. You're turning 18 when you graduate high school. Typically, you know, right around there, eight, yeah. 17 to 19 years old is when you graduate, and then you're just out in the fucking world with no credit and no idea how to get it. What helps you? What, what is it? What is it? It's just this mysterious. It's like the fucking force. You either fucking have it or you don't. You're like, hey, I'd like to buy a car. And they're like, well, you don't have credit. Well, how do I get it? Well, we can't give it to you because you don't have it. So if I don't have it, I can't get it. How do I get it? Nobody explains this, this shit to these kids. Mm -hmm. And it falls partly on the parents. But I mean, for me anyway, my parents were also very young. I think when I graduated, they probably didn't have a lot of credit. The only reason they owned a house at that time was because my mom was part of that whole like a uh, single mothers government subsidized mm. they like helped her buy a house shit she did th no they didn't understand how that shit worked even right. when i was in high school so they couldn't really con convey it to me it's not until the last few years that yeah. I, I really feel like i could talk to my parents about that stuff and they could cognitively and and, and explain it to me educatedly you know because they've, they've had to experience buying multiple houses and doing all this there needs to be better education to actually get kids successful in the real world. Yeah. Uh, I mean, business should be taught in high school. And I'm just saying, you this. know, like, how do you actually open up a business? Like, right. how, how can you make your uh, turn your ideas into a reality? What types of that? loans are out there for, for people yeah. who want to, you know, yeah. business loans, startups, uh, financial backers? There yeah. needs to be education to get people out in innovating the world. There's there's zero of that mm -hmm. in high school. And then to get it in college, you have to take a, a bullshit business degree for three, four years and have a ton of fucking student loans. Yeah. Oh, and, and these, they, they don't go over that. They don't go business. over. Right. That's, that's yeah. why I said bullshit business degree. Yeah. They, yeah it's th totally different. They, they don't teach you enough practicalities in high school. Dude, I, I think you can say that across the board with, with every subject. I mean, when I got into philosophy, I was somewhat disappointed because it wasn't you know, it was more of a historical context piece. It was more of a history class. You're studying these different philosophers and their arguments and the logic of it. But how the fuck does that apply to today? Like say, there was none of that. Like, say, if you wanted to be a, a philosopher. Yeah. Oh, your only job is to be a philosopher. No, I'm talking about the concepts they talked about. You know, like, this made sense in age, ancient Greece. This was the idea. Like, how does that apply to today? Right. right. How can we integrate these principles? Have you ever used your knowledge in our of business, in our culture, in our, in our engineering, in everything, you know? And it's like, uh, oftentimes stuff I would come across that would just, 
was profound and like right on the money from ancient Greece is like the inverse of today. Oh, exactly. Like if you look at what they said, they it actually, was to be a good person. Like that, it's just completely inverted. It's it's the opposite of what they had said. Well, just to put it in perspective, have either of you ever gotten a job or been financially better off because of your knowledge of the catcher and the rye? <laughs> no, but I read the catcher and the rye two years ago, probably yeah. about a year and a half ago, and it helped me profoundly. But I'm not as saying, an adult. Yeah. As an adult, but I'm when I saying, read that book as a kid, right, I. Didn't relate to Correct. it. And I thought this kid was a piece of shit. You know? That's what I'm saying. I read it as an adult and I said, yeah, well, he's kind of a piece of shit, but he's angsty. Yeah. And I understand There's it now reason. as an adult. Yeah. When I was reading that as a child, I did not understand the context right. of that character. When you read it, it as a child, you were forced head. to read it. Exactly. That's the di- so I had this conversation once real quick, and I like that you said that because now I feel like I can give something to that conversation on education. When you're talking about a book that you have to read in English class, half the time, what is it? It might be a book from the 50s that you don't relate to at all now. So you don't even, while you're reading it, you don't even understand the language. So you have these questions about what, why did he say that? You might have to read Oedipus Rex, which is about a fucking guy who like killed his father and loved his mother. That yeah. shit turned me off when I was a kid. I said, what the fuck am I reading oh, this yeah. shit for? You Why know? are they making me read this? Why the this? fuck are they making yeah. me read this? It yeah. doesn't make any it, sense to well, me. Well, it's interesting you say that because it's almost like there should be a... Br- and the ancient philosophers talked about this. I think it was Socrates said, like, basically school should end at, like, 16. And then you go experience life till, like, you're, like, 20... I think he said 25. But now I think what he was pointing at was, like, the frontal lobe like specifically in males really isn't developed till like 28 women are like 25. Um, so I think he was pointing to that, but basically he felt like 16, 25, you should experience life and then come back and maybe do these more technical calculus, yeah. English, <coughs> like, like you got to learn how to read and shit. Yeah, when of you're course a kid. you got to learn how to but read. You have to learn basic so math, right, dude. but I mean, when Those stories meant nothing to I me, I was a goddamn then. math you know nerd. I mean? And I like, can honestly tell you other than trying to help my kids pass math or tutoring mm-hmm. like teenage family members, I've not used algebra, geometry or calculus really mm-hmm. at all. I mean for art and stuff. Yeah. yeah geometry. I, I, I get but, like, I, I haven't had to find any kind but, of... But, dude, if you were into it, you'd be an engineer. Right. And you would want to know it. Well, if but, I wasn't on drugs, really I wouldn't. know yeah, that yeah. till like, you know who the fuck you are. Right, exactly, so exactly. A, but then you see that in college a lot. People who go in, like, in their 30s, succeed and make it look easy. That's where I'm at. I'm you going back I mean? to school right now. Yeah. And I, when I have a project, I know what it's going to do to me to successfully complete it. So I'm looking at it and I'm, and I'm trying to figure out every part of the project or the homework. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's building my thought process and I really enjoy it. But well, so you're doing this education really, thing really because you it. want to. Exactly. And like exactly. you said with the book, like you just said right. with that and like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. if you there's a big difference. And I feel like education for for especially younger people like you were 16, 18, going when you have it beat in your head as a kid, you have to go to college. So you immediately just go to college. Mm-hmm. How much of that do you really retain and how much is just trying to pass the test? Mm-hmm. Because it's not something you're interested in. You're just like, I have to get some degree because I'm, I'm 18 years old and I'm graduated college or high school and I have to go to college. 30, like you said, the reason those people do better is because they've had time to figure out what it is they're actually passionate right. about learning. And when you're passionate about learning about a subject, you retain oh, yeah, it better it's so and fun. it's fun to you. It's, it's so something fun. that you want to learn about. And you're like, this makes sense to me. This is fun. 
It's interesting. If you learn about something you're interested in, it's way better than just immediately. Nobody fucking knows at 18 what they want to do with their goddamn life. So then you send these kids into colleges. They get all this debt Uh to get a degree that they never end up using because by the time they're done with college and then they go out in the real world, they get a job doing it. They're miserable. They work bullshit job after bullshit job trying to get a, a job in their field where their expertise, their degree is on. And then they're like, this isn't even who I am. And then yeah. they find themselves yeah. around 28 to 35 and they're like, oh, I'm actually passionate about this. Yeah. Well, and people change. Dude. People change. But, people you know. People change. It's so not fair. And, like, I just feel with the way that we can kind of, like, spread information and knowledge now. Like, um, a good example is in, like, World War II, they were trained. They needed nurses. Mm-hmm. And they trained them in six months on the job. And that's how real education. That is exactly be. how real. Yeah. You got to hear it, see it, and do, do it. it. Right. Yes, not just read a book, take a fucking test. So, so it, you just realize, and the school I went to is is so scammy. Like the way that they made their money and the little things they had in the contract mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, they they just they were snaking it, and then knowing that you can become a full fledged nurse in six months, and you're gonna make us go here for eight years right right and that's that's the bullshit of, disenfranchised of most degrees too, you know? yeah because yeah it's so confusing they're making you fucking read all these books and and then you don't get to apply it till after your first four years that's when well, you and start that's, doing labs hmm. that's why my dad told me if Fuck, you're gonna if dude, you're gonna do anything i can learn enough. this job in five days i bet <laughs> yeah get an internship or an externship or a, tra- a trade school learn a trade like an apprenticeship you know learn something under somebody yeah. doing something you are actually interested yeah. in. You'll retain it better. You'll do better. You'll yeah. excel. You'll prove yourself to them that you're worth it because it's actually something you want to do instead of just going to school and trying to pass the goddamn test, right. building a bunch of debt in the meantime. And then what happens when you graduate college and you have all this debt? You start out your adult life jobless with a shitload of debt. Yeah. And, and dude, if you go to get like a doctorate, like – a thing they don't teach you is you need money to open up your own practice. Right. Well, like you need, there's however, a lot of legal fees. I, however, though, I <laughs> mean, know? you can like, still get a doctorate and come out. There's a lot of uh, contracted doctors. You know what I mean? Like you're, they are doing that. More. Yeah, yeah. Ton. Chiropractors I mean, too. Oh, chi- yeah. Chiropractors. I know eye doctors here in town. There's vision centers like nationwide and um, any like the JC Penney eye center when it was open. You don't have to have your own practice. If you're a licensed doctor, you can get a job for, X amount or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've learned all that, not because I'm educated, but because my wife's in the medical field and she works for all these doctors and they contract in doctors from all over the place instead of having a full doctor on staff. So what happens is a company with whatever licensing opens up a medical facility and they contract and hire doctors. Okay, you have a two, three year contract. Mm-hmm. They will get this other doctor and then they'll have three or four doctors on staff. All their contracts expire at different times so that they always have a licensed physician there, which keeps their door open. Right. But think about that as far as, like, the actual service. Like, if you don't have a doctor that doesn't know, like, what you've been through in your health and stuff, like, that's – it's just – it's deteriorating, the the health um, industry, it seems like. Um, Oh, yeah, we're good. Um, I've heard that, you know – the new healthcare is self care. Oh, and that's so true. I think, I mean, you, you really got to eat good. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the diabetes and with all the, uh, processed foods, eat good, sugars, take care of your mental it, health. It's that's getting bad. Well, a lot of that has a biological link. Well, 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, and it gets extremely overlooked. Well, and, extremely. and not just a biological link, but it, well, it is biological. But like you were saying, if you don't eat well, health, if you don't eat well and take care of yourself, your mental state starts deteriorating. 100%. If you don't sleep well, your mental hates. So if if you're drinking alcohol and caffeine and doing and sugars and all this, and then you sleep like shit and you're getting gaining weight. You become more miserable. You become more self-conscious. It causes depression. These are all things that I've learned in the last two years, yeah. and it's, it has been. And, and no one teaches you that. Nobody teaches you it. Yeah. Literally, nobody. Yeah. You just start actually. You're like, I'm too fat. I want to work out and then and eat better. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing it. and You're like, holy shit! Yeah. I actually feel better up here too. It's, yeah. I'm not depressed. I'm not projecting my bullshit onto other people. It's it's insane, man. That was that was one of my first ideas in psychology. I wanted to make a place that was called a health house. And I wanted to it have... It sounds suspiciously like Hill House. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Welcome to my Hill yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> or the, that was the idea, you know. But I wanted like a psychologist, a business person, a nutritionist, a cook, you know, like to actually show these kids how to live. So it was like a weekend retreat idea. That should be fucking high school. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and there's some schools, like private schools, that are kind of more catered in that idea like more practical stuff well, yeah if you have the fucking money for but those they're private so expensive yeah yeah this like should just be like i'd say the last stuff. two years okay so like up to sophomore yeah teach them those core things or whatever that shit junior year and senior year should just be okay budgeting groceries and and expenses sure. okay if you make x amount and then you know like these kids go through the motions okay you make x amount every week you got to budget out these expenses. And then they throw curveballs at you and shit where it's like, yeah. hey, your fucking car broke down, yeah, you man. You lost a tire. <laughs> you lost a fucking tire. What do you do? And, 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 and teach people to prepare themselves better for shit. If it wasn't for... Well, yes and no, because how much of this is supposed to fall upon the education system? Because people need to raise their own kids a little bit more, too. Well, yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem with yeah, that. Yeah, but okay? mom and dad are at work fucking 50 hours hey, a week You're each. right, brother. Yeah, bro, yeah. it's you're the right. system. It's the system that you're we're right. in. And, again, if you're in an education system in, an, in like, the inner city where, you know, there's a lot of big drug problems or like that, like he was saying, single moms working two jobs because the dad's out of the picture, what are our taxpayers, you know, it, the school system is supposed to set kids up to become adults in the real world. Right. That's that. If anything else, that's what it is. Okay. They should be sort forming, of forming. I mean, that goes back to ancient Greece. That, that reminds me of the sophists where they started making education where it was privatized. So then all the people who had money, their kids were the only ones that were getting the education. That's what the fuck and it is now. Yeah. That's still what it is now. Yeah. You know, it, more kids should know how to cook and, 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 you know, do a grocery list. I really enjoyed in sixth grade taking home ec, and then I'm pretty sure the next year it wasn't It wasn't there. It was a one year yeah. only. Yeah. And then in high school, I, I, it, I took it with Tina I in high school. I turned food. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still cook those recipes today, man. Yeah, same yeah. here. In high school, I took it under there. Tina, and uh, I learned. So I, I took it in sixth grade uh, with Miss Hoprich, I think, in, uh, at the Daytona. And then I took it as an elective in high school, because it was something that interested me. I was like, mm-hmm. this makes sense. I should learn how to sew my own goddamn pants or, yeah. you know, fix. I still don't do that. I hate me sewing. Me neither. <laughs> I have a wife. I can do it sometimes. Yeah. I have a wife, so I, I don't. Seen as a oh, she sews? Yeah, she sews. Yeah. You guys' wife sews? Yeah. yeah. She's, she crocheted about 19 uh, different beanies. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, my <laughs> wife crochets too. I'm not saying it's like a gender role, but she, she g- generally is better at it than me. Like, I can't. I used to sew patches on shit and stuff, yeah. but... 
I'm the, you know, she, I'm more knowing how to fix shit. Like, hey, the dishwasher's broke. The washing machine's not working. The drain's clogged. You know, yeah. the garbage disposal went out. Quit mansplaining things to me. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm just saying there, there are gender roles, but it's, it's not always gender roles. It's just I, I also work at a place that does appliances. So yeah. I, I fix. <laughs> it's kind of in my wheelhouse. It's kind of in my wheelhouse. So it's just kind of, you know, and I also, we sell tables and shit and I'm cheap at work. So I've learned how to do woodworking and fix like tables and, and like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, yeah, I spent like two and a half hours the other day fixing a kitchen table. Somebody broke and I was told by one of my guys, it can't be fixed. We have to write it off. I spent two and a half hours not only fixing it, but like doing fill sticks on it to get it all level again where the cracks were and then waiting for that to dry and then painting over it and everything. You can't even tell that it was completely split, bowed, everything. Nice, dude. All with a bunch of screws, gluing over the screws, sanding everything back down and then painting it. Necessity, wow. you know. It's, it's, you learn. Yeah. figured out how to do it because you know it can be done. That was one of the things I was saying about this world is so wasteful. Your voice was so awesome just now. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like high to low middle. That, that was one was of the really things cool. me and Christy were talking about the other day, the day I did that, because I came home feeling all manly. Like, oh, I, I fixed it. I fixed things. Woman? Yeah. <laughs> Where's my dinner? Fetch me my mead. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it's, it's a good feeling when you do that. And too many people, I mean... There's some things that just aren't worth fixing. If it's like a $12 item and it's going to take you three hours to fix it, three hours is not worth, my time is worth more than $12 per some, three hours. Some things mm -hmm. you don't want to fix. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll just now. drive to the store and buy a new one in 20 minutes. My time is worth money as well. But some things like a kitchen table, that's $900 or whatever for yeah. a decent kitchen table. Okay. You know, the kids were screwing around or the dogs and it broke some shit on it. Am I going to buy a new kitchen table or am I just going to spend a couple hours in the garage and fix it? There's too many landfills and wastefulness in this world from people not willing to fix the shit they have. You were happy with it. Oh, we're fucked, man. Yeah, we're fucked. Learn how to fix the shit you have instead of expecting somebody else to fix it for you. Or pay somebody to fix it for you if you're not willing to do that. Have you ever heard about the crystal, I'm sorry, the coral castle? Oh, yeah. You ever heard about the coral castle? Down in Florida. I have not, and I would love for you to explain it to me. So there's this castle made of coral in southern florida yeah uh, that this one man made in the 40s 50s something like that maybe the 20s scanlon oh yeah that's his name he got yeah. his name he was a uh, uh, not from america he was from germany in the or East, austria i think uh austria or eastern european or maybe russian um, crazy crazy interesting story yeah. it's just like immigrant guy nobody really knows about him he has some land down in florida and he just started building this Place, it's hard to describe. Coral, they're they're huge coral stone that like he cut, and some of the um, like tool marks are similar to those at the pyramid and stuff. And he had some really interesting equipment there, and he made these books. It's actually the book is written in metaphors, um, and Keisha. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> it, it was all metaphors and supposedly like science type stuff as to how he built the coral castle. And he had all this like cryptic um, symbolism and stuff uh, incorporated into it, some astrology and stuff. So he seemed to have had like some ancient knowledge. I feel like know? he also, when questioned about, you know, what are you doing? How are you, how are you building this? Yeah. He said that he 
was using the same secrets that the ancients did. He did, yeah. Characters. He says that, and, and, and like, and that's like that's crazy. It's like, yeah, and it's like people in the neighborhood notice that he's building this weird thing. Like, hey, what are you doing? It's yeah. Like, are you building that all by yourself? Like, yeah, I harnessed the ancient knowledge of the pyramids. Like, what? Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. What are you talking? He was about? all yeah. Noah about it. He's like a man spoke to me and gave yeah. me some wisdom. And no one saw him did. doing any of the work. Like he right. did the work at nighttime. Yep. It, well, anyway, and, and they were blown away because how did this little old man do this alone? Because he actually had like, I think it was like a one or two ton door that would literally move from just like you pressing your These finger into were, it. It was so well Multi-ton weights. Yeah. And he built, let's say, one here, one here, one on top. And then, like you said, stone in between of it as a door, and it moves very easily with one touch. Yeah, it's a and it's huge. A, it's a big door. swivel, heavy door, yeah. right? And the coral castle is basically a big square or rectangle that he built a wall around. And inside is like this sculptures and what looks like maybe like a chair and like these big crazy mm -hmm. things in this area. Mm -hmm. um, he's looking at photos of yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you gotta see. <laughs> you gotta fucking yeah. look it up if you want to see. I've never heard of it, so I want to take a look. So um, it's just built in, you know. Yeah, a, and he was using frequency, and he was using a. Um, gosh, what what is it? Well, called? you mentioned that there were these. You, there was a story of these kids that you mentioned. Oh yeah, there was these kids that had seen him working at night, and said that he. I think they said they saw him like holding these cones. And that there was a box. And a box, mm -hmm. yep. So what is he doing with these cones? It, it, well, it's interesting because it relates to even the cradle of civilization, they say, was in South Africa. And there's this guy, Michael Patterson? Tillinger. Yeah, that's right. Michael Tillinger. That um, found these ancient... He thinks it's like the place that the actual like Anunnaki came from and he thinks he found the cloning chambers. It's crazy too because what you're talking about is, is like if you look at the land there's these like um, they kind of look like roads filled with rocks it's like rock pathways yeah and um, they're not they're like little walls right but they're in these interesting patterns and uh, they're in fractal patterns. Fractal patterns. Yeah, and it actually, yeah, it's like. And they go. They, the, the walls will travel for distance, right? Yeah. They're like pretty long uh, walls and walkways between mm -hmm. these different patterns. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, there's like calcite built on these rocks. Yeah. And the calcite is such a thickness that it's like these rocks would have been put there like 75,000 years ago. Oh, at oh least. Jesus. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. So that cat's theory, I believe. Um, is talking about how um, the first group of people that the Anunnaki made would have been down there. Yeah. And how these pathways would have been like uh, uh, maybe electrical current, um, power yeah. power grids or yeah, something like it's that. It's like a cord. It's like a power cord. Right. Dude, yeah. This homie's got a hot tub. Yeah, dude. In these cor yeah, this dude. coral castle. This this shit is bananas. If you it's guys haven't seen the coral castle. <laughs> I'm just hearing about this for the first time. So yeah, so over here googling it. So so these kids saw him. They snuck into his spot one day. Well, yeah, we're relating back to that. The coral castle, the the cones. So it's interesting that they saw him with cones on his hands because at that spot in South Africa with Michael Tellinger, they find all these little cone tools. They're like these little stones. And, and there's links to ancient Egypt that that's how they built the pyramids. They somehow harness the Earth's energy 
and through these cones could move these big stones just by like using sound vibration essentially. That's Does it make yeah. sense? Not to me, I'm a layman. Well think about it. Sound when you hear fucking bass drumming in the back of the car. Feel it vibrates. Well, and it moves, right? If you, if you leave like a penny or a can or something, right. you can see it. Oh, it does. What also is interesting, if yeah. you have a flat, the, the top of the uh, speaker and it's flat, and you put sand on it, or if you put like selenite, mm -hmm. chymatics. chymatics, when you yeah. play it at a certain thing, it plays a pattern, mm -hmm. and it creates a pattern. Blue man right? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I saw that on a gum commercial, right? <laughs> yeah. So this five well, well, no, but if you actually put certain frequencies in the drum, it will make specific geometrical patterns so yeah. the way that they think like all these ancient sites were derived you know like on these ley lines on these energy lines the was, was because it's essentially a technology that's harnessing the, the earth's energy to sculpt these buildings huh so yeah which is i mean it goes back to a lot of stuff about anki and anklil and uh anklil and that's the anunnaki gods so right. in reading which the is epic Horus and well, and, that's uh, uh, Horus is the um, Egyptian god, right? And his 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 brother in that one. It's the same stories. And, and I got a little interesting tidbit of that because when I was reading the gods in that epic of Gilgamesh, they're the same names of the Anunnaki gods, mm -hmm. like Anu and uh, Enlil, right. um, even Enkidu. These were all mentioned. It's Horus and Ra. Horus and Ra from the Egyptian yeah. ones, yeah, the brothers. Um, so these kids see they sneak into. At least Skelton's Coral Castle, and they're like, we're gonna see him building something. Yeah. So they see him, like, the, there's like a big tower, and on top of the tower is uh, this black box. And then well, it's like a pyramid. Yeah, and then he's on the, the ground with these two cone-like apparatus on And they told people, this was in the 50s or something, they told the people that he had these ice cream cones. Right. You know? So that's what it looked like, little kids talking about it. And so he would apparently been able to Harness the fucking rock and move it into place, right? The other actual fake fact about this story um, is he would have to get some of these stones trucked in. Yeah. So this one cat came in. Oh, He dropped the, yeah. the load. He, <laughs> he dropped his, his load. He dropped his load. He put his truck in. It there. was a big load. <laughs> it was a huge rock, right? Huge load. It was a huge rock. A bunch yeah. of rocks. What one large rock? Oh no, it was a bunch of large rocks, and um, he he came by and he parked his truck and he like, hey, little man, you're the guy that wants all these rocks, you know? And it's guilty. He's like, he's, yeah, how are you he's like, don't worry about it. Go have lunch. And the guy's yeah, like, like a lunch whatever, lunch. like an hour, like nothing. Yeah. And comes back and all the stones are off the truck and they're all on the ground. And he's like, how the hell did you do that, old man? I, um, okay. I have my way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. And then, like, the myth about the area was when people asked him how he did it, he would say, I know a secret. Mm -hmm. You know? Huh. Yeah, I remember well, reading his poem, his metaphor poem. Oh, yeah, the book that he had? Simple. I mean, he's just talking about um, magnetic polarities and, like, Brothers and sisters, you know, positive and negative. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's written pretty simply. So like, he, he wanted attention too. Like, it was weird because this little old dude that never would want attention, but all of a sudden wanted, like, hmm. he wanted people in the neighborhood to know that he was doing this project. 
wanted the kids to sneak in, see the ice cream cut. Like, he was trying to share it without sharing it. Yeah, why wouldn't you just tell people? Yeah. That? Why, would, why wouldn't you write it in a non-metaphor? Well, if it was an ancient kind of wisdom that was bestowed. Who gave it to him? Yeah, maybe he wasn't right. allowed. He's not allowed to talk about it. Right. But he can, he can be a little shady and leave the gate open for the kids to get in and see some I wonder if the aliens can hear our podcast and they're going to want to talk to us because we're talking. Well, if this is the podcast that brings yeah. fucking aliens here, we have done something right. I mean, we've already been shut down by the government. So. <laughs> <laughs> Without not getting our stimmies. We're definitely aliens out in this town. Oh, I saw them, ironically. Saw, <laughs> I one, saw of, them. <laughs> one of my UFO sightings, I've had two in my life. One of them could have been discredited. The other one, I was with a fucking pilot. And he's like, that's not normal. <laughs> that's not right. That's not, that's not how shit flies. A hundred percent. Yeah. Did you see a few years ago, um, looking over west, there was that famous fire. Oh, over the water. No, no, I did see that. Was that nice? So That was weird. That seemed like a ship just hitting our atmosphere. So crazy. Like just it just barely it stayed, clipped it. Like in one spot. So oh, maybe that's not the one thing. And about. it had the spiral fucking thing. Oh, I've seen those. You saw one of those cars? Yeah. So uh, nuts. And I, I couldn't believe it. I had people yeah. call me like, hey, look over here. Did you see this? And I'm like, yeah. I'm staring oh, at now, it right now. It's nuts. And it was there for days. The one I saw. My friend Bree was on the island and got pictures of it. Got pictures of this alien? Of the ships. Awesome. Yeah. Can I? Well, they were orbs. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to give No, I have two so things. Much. The first thing was on this whole thing with the old guy building this shit. Okay. Yeah. We were the talking about castle in we, Florida. Yeah, we were talking about so telekinesis Florida. earlier, and that was yeah. one of the things I was thinking is if you can find a telekinesis is really just finding a scientific way to move things without touching them. Well, so if you have a magnetic type of polarity and you yeah, figure, always thought magnets if you if sense. you feel if you can figure out some sort of ancient science, mm-hmm. alien science where you can just hold like dowsing rods kind of shit, you know, people right. do it on a small scale. You can watch videos right now on levitation. Yeah, magnets. that's what I mean. Yeah. So that's that's to me. Like it's very, very telekinesis scientific. is real in the aspect of you use your mind to move things without touching it, for sure. Yeah. The other thing it is, might be both ways. I've seen yeah. I've seen a I've seen. It was, I don't know how old I was, but I remember that there was, it was around 4th of July, there was fireworks and shit, and this is going to sound like it was just a play. <laughs> now that I was a child, this was, was on the 4th of July. Right by Cupcake Mountain. Um, and there was this, this cylindrical, it looked like a hamburger in the sky. I know that sounds stupid, but it was like lights and some mm-hmm. shit, and it looked like a, like a hamburger. Was it red? No, it was just lights. <sighs> and uh, it was... We weren't recording this whole fucking time. Yeah. I got the audio on the cameras, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Hey, didn't this happen on Now You Listen? <laughs> that one wasn't my fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> that one wasn't, actually. Oh, is that Jeremy? No, <laughs> Blake, it was Blake, Tim. Blake. Oh, Tim? Yeah. yeah. No well, show Tim. You know. No show Tim? Yeah. Okay. So, but there was this hamburger in the sky, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now that the audio's back. So there was a hamburger in the sky. Uh, it's and just it, all hand motion. No, but <laughs> it was right above cup. I, I, I was probably. We're close. It's going to sound good. Fifth or sixth grade. And uh, it, I swore it was a UFO. And I didn't want to say anything until you guys started talking about all your shit. And I was like, oh, me too. <laughs> but I, I mean, I was a kid, so it's probably nothing. But I feel like. They exist. They're yeah. out there. The uh, the Pentagon released videos earlier this year, so I mean they're definitely fucking out there. Well, the Drake equation. I mean, it's pretty Drake. Obvious. Yeah, like the singer. Well, before I think Drake, the singer. 
Just hold on. We're going or maybe on. not. Maybe some <laughs> fucking astrophysicists. Like He's like, it's the Drake equation. It's the Drake equation. What's the Drake yeah. equation? I love Drake. Oh, it's just it's just this simple equation. Just <laughs> great explanation. <laughs> it's simple. Just basically, basically saying that there's enough um, planets in the Goldilocks zone oh, yes. relative to their sun that there has that to could have there life. can't That's fucking not be. Well, a few things there happened recently, man. Like in the agree. biggest, well, like. The government actually admitting to it, that's okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But when the Pope said aliens are... Yeah. If, and this was probably, I think, last year, or maybe a little farther away from us than that. Um, but he was like, you know, if aliens exist, that does not disprove God. So, right. and, and, like, whenever I talk with, like, my father, when he was, like, in, uh, in church when he was a kid... Mm-hmm. No, aliens don't. Ex- you know what I mean. The the priest would say oh, aliens yeah, don't exist, yeah. and it was very anti-alien. Yeah. There was no talk about aliens. Yeah. And now, if the Pope is like, yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. Gay people can get married. Aliens exist. It's fine. I know. Yeah, it's the like, Pope's really it's, been it, shining. Yeah, out. this this Pope's he's <laughs> liberal as fuck, man. Yeah, like, this, the, the new Pope has just been like, do you think like fucking aliens? Do you think like whatever. other religious, strong like prominent religious figures are just like? Not feeling him, <laughs> isn't it, Francis? Is that yeah. the Pope we have right now? Wasn't he a Nazi Maybe. though, <laughs> or was that Benedict? That. that was Benedict. That's uh, definitely not the guy who says gays are cool. Like, that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used yeah. to not like them, but now I like them. <laughs> <laughs> These times they are a change. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting though. That 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 brought me to an idea that it's like uh, we keep getting more metaphysical. I feel like as a civilization. So at first it was like, oh. We're the center of the inner universe, you know, and, and it was the same thing, kind of like metaphysically. Now it's like we thought humans were the only species, you know, in the universe, and it's like we keep we keep growing. We're growing well, in one direction. Or well, there's another. like an there's got to be an equation about that because I mean, if if X amount of people in the world start to have these feelings or these thoughts, how does that change the other? rest of the people in the world right so if x amount of people in this world yeah. truly feel empathetic and feel connected to each other yeah. as, as we are all brothers and sisters how does that affect mm-hmm. the rest of the people that don't feel like that and if the group of people that are empathetic right. grows yeah. once you get to an exponential point yeah that tipping point yeah, yeah. there's got to be something and yeah, the tipping point. and and i mean we're at a fake tipping point now where they elect someone who's He's the, you know, the, the liberal, he's the, the guy. he's the sweet yeah. guy. And he's a fucking creepy sniffer, man. Well, he's not just a creepy sniffer. He was also a predominant racist. I mean, there was a yeah, lot of Yeah, that's a trip. In the 70s, he supported more segregation and stuff like that. So. Well, he said right. things like, I don't want my kids to go to school in a racial jungle. Yeah, it's like, crazy, he, he, man. He was a goddamn animal. It, <laughs> he's a goddamn animal. It was. It's and crazy, a, man. It's, it's amazing. All, these, crazy. all these politicians lie. But uh, back to the thing we were talking about a minute ago with, uh, so... The whole thing with the Pope said it doesn't disprove God. You know, I'm a I'm a very uh, huge atheist. Like I don't believe in shit. If you had a flag in front of your house, it would say, I don't know. It'd are, say, are, <laughs> you, are you agnostic or are you an atheist? So agnostic is more like I don't care. Atheist is more like I don't believe. I don't believe mm-hmm. and I don't well, care. So agnostic is more of a, I don't know. Directly translates as atheist is anti. I don't believe in God. Yeah, it's atheist is very anti the religion. An I'm agnostic anti- is so very anti right. the rest of it yes. all, I think. So actually, is I'm atheism kind of even I don't <coughs> believe in God, or is it 
It's, we don't know shit. All no, of us yeah, here, all <laughs> we're all so, asking each other. Like, so here's the thing: I don't, I don't. Let me just say this. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I don't know. Just, I, I don't wonder. know what the fuck I am, but I don't have a religion. Right. Not because I'm anti any of them. I'm anti organized religion because I feel like it's the same thing as politics, but just on a religious platform. In a lot of aspects, there's some churches that are great, and there's some that do terrible fucking things in the name of God. Not a huge fan of all that. But I also agree that different life forms on different planets doesn't disprove God. Yeah. Because if you were God, would you create one world and just be like, I got it right the first time, bitches. I don't ever need to do this shit so again. So if you're saying if you were God and they had the ability to create something, you just go fucking ham wild and make all kinds of different well, things. I think I've told it to you like I this. Would. No, I would. <laughs> Even yeah, on our own well, planet. I, I've told it to yeah, you like this before. Horses yeah. did, you over, did you only ever do one painting? Right. One piece of art? No. You were like, this is really good. I'm going to keep this going. I really like what happened here, but I'm going to make another one. So I wonder here. if all the other human-like aliens that God created are just, like, similar to us, but, like, a little different? No, probably totally <laughs> fucking different. Like, a, like you'll yeah, do one Japanese traditional piece, and you're like, this is amazing. And then the next one you do is, like, very colonial. Or does God I mean? specialize in just humanoid forms? Nah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, he can't specialize only in that because, it, it, according to religion, he also made all the animals on this world, and they're fucking... They're so, so far different than They're us. so far... Th- I was watching a video of a sleeping octopus caught on tape for the Dude, first I time love octopi. so there was this one that we were watching last night that was a an octopus it was a very 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 rare sighting of an octopus sleeping and while it was dreaming it kept going through all of its cut color patterns it's so dope so y- like you like can it, see it was dreaming it was yeah. dreaming and you Brain can see it like so. just yeah go to this one coral pattern and this one sand pattern and then this one like complete blackness and you just every oh, couple cool. seconds yeah it would black it it's would crazy. just, you'd see this wash yeah. over this this creature to where it's a completely different, you know, texture, look, different, everything. Just rapid firing. Mm. And it was like, holy shit, that's amazing to see. Because you see them when they're actually like in the sand and they okay. camouflage with the sand. And you see them when they're in a dark place and they yeah. camouflage. Yeah. But you don't see them just rapid firing well, it's out. It's subconscious all mind. Those, yeah, yeah, it was really, really yeah. cool. I'm like really excited about this. Like mm-hmm. it was really cool to see. Dude, I love animal life, especially sea life. Of it. Well, one of the things that got us on that topic last night was looking up all these. Th- they've found all these different species in the last like six years that were extinct for decades. Like we said, they right. were extinct. some of them for hundreds of years. Like the last one was seen. Which in ones like, come out in your mind? Um, so the one was a fish. I don't fucking know all the names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there was a there no. There was, was a clouded. Was like there was a clouded leopard that was just spotted this last year in. Uh, I want to say it was like a Taiwanese Taiwan clouded leopard. Um, and it was said to be extinct in like the fifties. It hadn't been oh, seen cool. in like 50 years and somebody caught it on camera That's while they awesome. were out hiking. And then they, uh, uh, upon further study, there is a community of them still out there. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, it hadn't been seen in forever. Yeah. That's, that's part of what I think what's going on with all the alien disclosure stuff is too many people are catching on camera. camera yeah. Oh, it, yeah. It's too obvious. That's the thing, like we were saying, how many people are going to actually see an alien before... The people that don't the global consciousness is actually in the global consciousness. Yeah, 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 it's that whole tipping point again. Well, fellas, I think we're at a good point. We're uh, we're at a good tipping point. We're at a good tipping tipping point. point. We've talked about a lot. I think we need to we need to have Ryan on more often. We always go long and we always have very organic conversations. Yeah, long. Yeah, great and long. Strong. (laughs) We'll start calling this. This is the great and long with 
Ryan Takis. <laughs> we did. We went over. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again, guys. Hey, man. Thanks for coming, man. Thank yeah, you for fun. always being available. Thank you for being the man. Thank you for being such a good producer. If anybody else out there needs a producer, yeah, Ryan Takis, uh, Desert Kid Productions, you he's your follow fucking him. guy. Follow him on Not Instagram. just a producer. He's also a cool guy to just be around. He's a trustworthy dude. He's not a shitbag, so you'll feel comfortable around him. Yeah, unless film. you're a shitbag, you Any, might not feel comfortable. Anything film. Anything I like film. shooting commercials. Yeah. I like well, music videos. Shooting a documentary here soon. Oh, cool. We hope yeah. to hear more about that in the future when you have some more yeah, dots. Man. You know, some more eyes dotted and some T's crossed. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, yeah. It's almost ready to go. That's wonderful. So Great audio and and uh, visual uh, expertise with Ryan and editing so. and production quality. If you're shooting a video, you want to shoot a podcast. Um, an ad and anything DKP Desert Kid Productions that's that's, that's your right. spot Check that's your spot out. right there and Thanks, uh, boys. also follow like share we love you deuces peace later